It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Welcome to the dictionary. I am Spencer. I am very glad you're here, and I'm um, hoping hoping that you're enjoying this show and you enjoy whatever is about to come down your ear holes. All right, the first word in this episode is it's tagging on to the last word in the previous episode, which was dits. This is ditzy, D-I-T-Z-Y. Uh, you could also spell it with an S instead of a Z. Ditzy. Ditzier and ditz... Uh, wait. Yeah, ditzier and ditziest. Those are other forms of this adjective word. It is from 1973. Hmm. So, uh, so ditzy is from 1973, but ditz is from nine years later. And so <laughs> a ditz... Came from Ditsy. They did, yeah, interesting. Um, and I will also say that the origin is unknown. I'm just going to say that right out of, off the bat because we don't know who said this or who created this word. It is eccentrically silly, giddy, or inane. Not insane, but inane. The synonym is dizzy, which definitely doesn't make any sense to me except for that they sort of sound alike. Dizzy. Maybe if you get dizzy, you become ditzy because your brain doesn't know what to do. It's all messed up and swirly swirly, and so it gets silly, giddy, and inane. Hmm. Ditsiness is a noun. Now, I feel like I feel like there might be other other good definitions. I mean, silly, yes, giddy, yes, inane, maybe. Um, but I don't know. I, I think everybody has their sort of own personal thoughts of like what this word might mean. Um, I don't know. I, there's, I feel like there's another couple of adjectives that in my brain makes sense for ditzy. Like, I don't want to say it, but almost like not very smart is you could say ditzy. Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The, is, there, there are other words, but I, I guess that's a, it's a good start. You really got to get it from context. But that's the thing about adjectives or certain words is that people have different definitions in their own brain of kind of what that means specifically. So you just use it the way you feel like you got to use it. Okay, it is sound effect time and we're going to try to do we're going to do something sort of musical. <laughs> The next word is diuresis, D-I-U-R-E-S-I-S, noun from circa 1681, an increased excretion of urine. If you are getting rid of too much urine, you got the diuresis, and it's probably because of some sort of a disease kind of thing in your body. Um... Maybe your bladder isn't working properly. Maybe I don't know enough about anatomy and physiology. It's just physiology. I don't know enough about that stuff to to know uh, why why you might get the diuresis. Uh, Sharon is not around me to to give me more information. But uh, yeah, if you if you feel like you're peeing too much, 
based on the amount of liquid that you drink, then you you might want to go get checked out. I think most people don't drink enough water. So so if you're not drinking a lot of water or liquids in general and you're peeing a lot, you got to go get checked out. Um, but also, you know, just drink more water if you think that you're not drinking enough water and then let's see what let let's check your urine output at that point. Hey, hey, hey. The next word is diuretic. Adjective from the 14th century tending to increase the excretion of urine as in diuretic drugs. So if you're not peeing enough, a doctor may prescribe you a diuretic so you will pee more. Maybe your body's holding on to the liquids. I don't know the specifics. Diuretic is also a noun and diuretically is an adverb. So this is from the Greek diuretikos, which is from diorine, which means to urinate, from dia, the prefix dia, plus orine, and orine means to urinate. So, uh, yeah, it's just all about urinating and peeing, getting the pee out of your system. Diuretic. Maybe this next one is also related. No, I don't think it is. It looks like it might be, but I don't think it is. Hey, 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 yeah. Diurnal. D-I-U-R-N-A-L. First form. It's very close to looking like diurnal, like the thing that is in some of the bathrooms, a diurnal, but there's no I. Uh, there's no second I, so it's just diurnal. Diurnal. Adjective from the 14th century, number 1A, recurring every day, as in diurnal tasks. And this podcast, until I hit the letter E, or I guess until I finish the letter D, is diurnal because the podcast, the episodes are coming every day. 1B. Having a daily cycle, as in diurnal tides. So the, there's a high tide and a low tide every day, and then the next day there's a high tide and a low tide, and it goes on and on and on. And uh, I think it adjusts. It's not always the exact same time every day because I think it's it's based on the moon, and the moon is it changes every day a little bit. But but yes, it's basically daily diurnal. What what are your daily tasks, your daily things? I mean, for me, you know, it's wake up, do the dishes, feed the cats, uh, maybe do some some working out or some stretching, uh, shower, clean the litter box, eat food, do some work, uh, eat more food, eat more food, eat more food, uh, maybe watch a TV show or a movie, uh, go to sleep, those are the those are the the base levels, uh, the base level things of the in my diurnal daily activities. Two a, of relating to or occurring in the daytime, as in the city's diurnal noises. So this is just the things that happen during the day when the sun is out, uh, but not during the nighttime. Is there another nocturnal would probably be the stuff during the nighttime. This is diurnal. To be 
active, chiefly in the daytime, as in diurnal animals. Many animals are like this. A lot of animals are nocturnal. A lot of animals are、uh, both both、uh, day and night. Like like cats. Cats are not nocturnal, but they do sleep a lot throughout the day. But they also sleep at night. That's like nap time, activity time, nap time, activity time, and they just do that over and over and over again all day long for 24 hours.、Um, so, but you know, are they more awake during the day or more awake during the night?、Mm, I don't know. I don't know if there's an even split in any way, or if you could figure out one way or the other. I think it's pretty equal. I will say though that they do tend to get、uh, quite excited. Somewhere between the hours of like 9 p.m. and midnight, most cats have like a a zoomy time. Two C, opening during the day and closing at night, as in diurnal flowers. Yep, they're they're awake during the day. Their petals open, and then when it gets dark and the sun is going down, oh, it's sleepy time for the flowers. They go to sleep. Diurnally is an adverb. So this is from the Latin diurnalis, and it doesn't say what that is, but it does say there's more at the word journal, and I guess that word diurnalis does kind of look like the word journal. So maybe diurnalis is a journal, which is maybe something that you would write in every day, and so that's kind of where this whole daily things comes from. Um, I do. We did have the word daily and diary, and I think that they were all kind of related to this stuff too. Oh, speaking of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The second form of diurnal noun from 1600. Number one is archaic. The synonyms are diary and daybook. The things. That you might write in every day. Oh, that's another thing I do every day. I write down what I do. It's not more. It's not so much like, oh, this is how I felt about a thing. It's more like I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this.、Uh, and so tomorrow, after well, tomorrow is February first, so I will be starting a brand new little、uh, page, and I will say on January thirty first, which is when I'm recording this,、uh, that after work. I recorded one episode of the dictionary because I think I'm only going to do one. Number two, this is the two A definition for the word journal. You got a journal in your journal, and I think it's fun to say "gurnal." Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. The next word is "diaron." D i u r o n, diaron. Noun from 1957, a persistent herbicide, C9H10Cl2N2O, used especially to control annual weeds. And、uh, let's see, it's, this is from Dichlor plus urea plus on, diuron. Hey 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 hey. The next word is、uh, I missed it. We went from D I T to D I U, and now we finished D I U, and we are on to D I V, which、uh, this is going to go on a little while. Let's see. We got that. We got that. Oh yes, it's going to go on pretty good.、Um, 
one, two, three, four, five, like five and a half episodes is the DIV section. And I just saw something and it reminded me that I need to see if I can get an expert on for that episode. Because, boy, the end, the end of the D section is coming up quick. All right. Where were we? Div. D-I-V. Abbreviation for one, divided. Two, dividend. Three, division. Four, divorced. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next word is diva. Noun from 1883. And the plural, I never thought about this. You usually only talk about one diva at a time, but if you have to talk about multi, multiple divas, it is either divas or dive, D-I-V-E, dive. That's interesting. This is uh, 1A. This synonym is the number one definition for the word prima donna. I think that's probably the one that came first. I'm not sure. 1B. It's the number two definition for prima donna. Two, a usually glamorous and successful female performer or personality, as in a fashion diva. Especially a popular female singer, as in pop divas. You know, we we all know about our pop divas. I mean, the first one that everybody thinks of is probably Beyonce. Um, but, you know, there there have been and that there there are many divas. And, you know, it doesn't got to be a female. Usually they are female, but uh, I, th- I think there could be male divas or non-gender divas. I don't see why not. This is an Italian word, and it literally means, oh, get this, it means goddess. Uh, because that is the feminine of the word divus or divus, which means divine or God. And there's more at the word deity. So every time you call somebody a diva, you are saying that they are divine and like a goddess. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next word is divagate or divagate. This is an intransitive verb from 1599. To wander or stray from a course or subject. The synonyms are diverge and digress. Hmm. So you're wandering away from where you're supposed to be from the path or something. Probably literally uh, divagate. Well, let's read more. Divagation or divagation or divagation. That is a noun. And this is from the Latin, the Latin verb diwagari, which is from dis plus wagari, which means to wander. And there's more at the word vagary. So, yeah, just wandering about, not having any real, uh, real um, specific place you got to go, no agenda. You're just like, hey, let's just go this way. Let's see who we meet. Over here. What's over in this place? I Over here. Let's divagate or divigate. I've never heard this word, but I like it. I like, I like the idea of wandering. 
I don't usually do this. I mean, Sharon and I will go on walks sometimes, especially on the weekend. Uh, but you usually, we usually have some sort of destination, like, hey, let's walk to the beach and back, or whatever. Let's do two miles or five miles. Um, but there's not usually a time where I'm just like, I'm just gonna go and wander about. That's not a thing that usually happens. Divagate. Moving on. Hey, 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 hey. Divalent is next. Divalent. Adjective from 1862. Having a chemical valence of two, also bonded to two other atoms or groups. Hey, 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 hey. I think I'm using the same notes every time, but that's okay because I want to keep it short. This word is divan or divan or in senses one, two, and four, it can be, oh, okay. The first one is div- divan, divan, or divan. And then in one, two, and four, it could also be divan or divan. The di or the di emphasize the second syllable, divan, actually. Oh my God, this is so complicated. Uh, so basically, you can emphasize the first or second syllables. You could say di or die, or van, or van. All sorts of combinations. Noun from 1586, 1A. The Privy Council of the Ottoman Empire. I I know so little about the Ottoman Empire. It was way back in the day, and it was very large and strong, and now it doesn't exist anymore. 1b, the synonym is council. 2, a council chamber. So this is probably where the council would meet to talk about the things that were privy to what they were doing in the Ottoman Empire. 3, a large couch, usually without back or arms, often designed for use as a bed. And maybe we need to post a picture on social media at DictionaryPod of this divan I'm trying to think if I've ever heard this used divan 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 I don't know 4 a collection of poems in Persian or Arabic usually by one author All right let's look at the etymology because uh I'm very confused we we're talking about a council where the council meets a couch and a collection of poems. What is the co- the connecting thread here? Well, this is a Turkish word from the Persian word divan. Maybe that's how they say it, divan. And that means account book. So I guess the council would have an account book to keep track of things. But, uh, yeah, no idea about the couch or the poems. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next word is divaricate or divaricate or divaricate. It is a transitive verb from 1673 to spread apart or branch off. The synonym is the word diverge. 
divaricate. So, I mean, I first think of like a tree. When it grows a new branch, it is branching off, or maybe a river has a branch, it branches off to another part of the river, and so the river or the tree has divaricated. The etymology is from the Latin verb divaricare, which is from dis plus waricare, which means to straddle. And there's more at the word prevaricate, which, uh, what would that be? Prevaricate? So it's something before something else. Oh, I don't know about that. Can't think of what that would be. Um, That is it for that word. Now we have a, a similar word. Hey, 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 yeah. Divarication. Divarication, divarication, same, uh, same different pronunciations as divaricate. Noun from 1578, one, the action, process, or fact of divaricating. And two, a divergence of opinion. We made it to the last word. There are quite a number of definitions, and there is usage information which is going to be moved into tomorrow's episode, and then there's actually a second form which will also be in tomorrow's episode. So, let's read the definitions for the first form of the word, yeah, yeah, dive, D-I-V-E, verb, from the, before the 12th century, and there are all these other forms. The past is dived or dove. Um, also, let's see, dived or dove di- and diving. I don't know why they listed some of these here multiple times. Okay, number 1A. Oh, uh, we're starting with intransitive verb. 1A, to plunge into water intentionally and especially head first. Also, to execute a dive is to dive. This is where you jump usually head first into a body of water and you probably did it on purpose and maybe you're going to do some fancy thing like a jackknife, like a swan, like a... I don't know what the other names of dives are. Maybe it's a back dive. You go head first but you're facing the other way. That's a hard, scary thing to do. I tried to teach myself how to do that when I was a kid. Not sure how successful I was. Uh, There are many places in the world that say no diving. You can't dive here. It's not deep enough. If you dive, you might hit the bottom and get hurt, hurt your head, hurt your hands. Don't do it. Um, Or also just, we just don't want you to. Uh, Let's see. I've, I've, um, diving. I'm thinking of diving. I don't think I'm a very good diver. I have not done that since probably I was in high school, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, I would usually only go off the standard height diving board, um, but I think, I think I did do a taller one a couple of times, but I'm not sure if I actually dove. Um, I probably just jumped, maybe did like a cannonball, but you know, I kind of want to try. I kind of want to get into swimming in general, and I think trying to force myself to dive just in general, is a good idea because my body doesn't know how to do that anymore. So that'd be a good thing to do, especially from a high place. I have jumped 
off of a high place before, 30 foot, 50 foot um, into water, but there was no diving involved. It was feet first. So you, you, you can't call that a dive. You can't. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, 1B. This synonym is submerge, as in the submarine dived. It went down. It submerged all over. There's no part of the submarine sticking up. It went down all the way into the water and probably went very, very deep. 2A. To come or drop down precipitously. This synonym is plunge, as in the temperature is diving. Oh, uh, I don't like it when the temperature is diving, unless it's at 200 degrees and then it's diving to a more normal 60 to 80 degrees. I'm talking Fahrenheit, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, right now it's uh, the end of January. And today when I left the house, it was zero degrees. And the day before I left the house, it was 10 degrees. And the day before that, it was like 15 or 20. So it wasn't a huge dive, but definitely over the last three or four days, the temperature ha- the temperatures have been diving. And I don't want them to dive anymore because it is so cold and my hands hurt so bad I don't like the cold. Something dropping quick is a dive. It's diving. 2B. To plunge one's hand into something. Hmm. I don't think I've ever said, I'm going to dive my hand into this basket of beans. Um, yeah, let's see. That was plunge my hands. Now we have 2C. This is talking about an airplane. To descend in a dive. Uh, we just watched uh, Top Gun Maverick recently, and there is definitely one or two times in that movie where, where they dive. They dive those planes down so fast, and they, they, they would have hit the ground, I feel like, except they make it seem like they, they're just going to dive forever and ever and ever. Uh, yeah, plane diving down. You hope it's not because of an engine going out, Think, I feel like just yesterday in the previous episode, there was a whole. I brought up a whole other example of a plane going down because of its. It was broken. Um, yeah, don't ever want to be in a plane that's descending in a dive. Three A, to plunge into some matter or activity, as in she dove into her studies. So this is the first one that is not physical, not literal. Um, you, I'm diving into this podcast. I'm jumping in feet first, head first, the whole body first, all the stuff going on at the same time. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's not get distracted by anything and let's just do the studying. Let's dive into it. 3B, to plunge or dash for some place, as in diving for cover. Uh, maybe there's a an, an earthquake, a tornado, a hurricane, and you want to dive under a table, maybe. I don't know if that's the best place to go, but if something's falling, you might need to dive for cover. Also, still for 3B, also, to lunge, especially in order to seize something, as in dove for the ball. In basketball, you're always seeing people diving for the ball so it doesn't go out of bounds. There are some great clips of 
basketball players falling into the laps of first row, second row, third row fans watching the game. Uh, let's see. Dove for the ball. Um, uh, I guess tennis. Tennis, they probably dive for the ball. In baseball, they definitely dive for the ball. Uh, I feel like I've... Oh, volleyball, that's a good one. I feel like I've probably dove for the ball in racquetball a little bit, but I don't want to hurt myself. So but I also haven't played racquetball in many years. So many examples of diving for the ball. All right, we are now on transitive. There's only two of them. One, to thrust into something. That's the whole idea of this. One thing going into another thing. A person diving into a pool. A submarine diving into the water. Uh, The temperature is kind of going into something else. That one's a little bit loosey-goosey. Putting your hand in a thing. Airplane, yes, lots of examples. Two, to cause to dive, as in dive a submarine. The submarine dives, and then you make it dive by, I don't know, hitting a button, pulling a lever. You make it dive down into the depths where the pressure is high and the animals are fascinating. We need to talk about the etymology for this word. Is there anything interesting to say? It is from Middle English, diven or duven. From Old English, diphon, with a Y, diphon, and that means to dip. Also from dufon, which means to dive, akin to the Old English, dipan, or dipan, which also means to dip, and there's more at the word dip. So it all comes back to dipping. You dip, dip a toe into the water, dive your toe into the water. Okay, let's reread the words. We had ditzy, diuresis, diuretic, diurnal, diurnal, diuron, div, diva, divagate, divalent, divan, divaricate, divarication, and dive. Hmm. Well, I I think my runner-up will be diva. You know, the divas, they're super talented, and they give us lots of entertainment. But, but, I'm going to pick, uh, yes, I'm going to pick divagate or divagate as the word of the episode. Uh, Just because I just think it's good, uh, just every once in a while when you got the time, or make the time maybe, and just go wander about your neighborhood Maybe you'll meet meet somebody new. You'll see something new. You'll you'll experience new things that you never thought even possible. And I don't think we do this enough. I can only speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure that most people just kind of stay their course and do do what they do, and they only do that. And we need, as a society and a culture, I think, to to dive again more, um, because there's so much stuff there out in the world that we don't know about, we haven't experienced, we we will become a better person if we experience it, so I, I think we gotta do that. We gotta dive gate when we go out in the world, go see some other stuff, diverge from your standard course of action. All right, that is it. That's the end. 
no more for this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah! We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.